Welcome to Dad to the Bone, where three dads talk about dad stuff and wonder why, when dads are watching the kids, it's called babysitting. Ooh. It's a good question, right? It's a great question. Shots fired. I never thought about it. I, I honestly never thought about it like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, I got to watch the kids. So. No, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I can't go out on babysitting. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, babe, go kids. out. I'll watch the kids. Uh, yeah, they're your kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you mean you'll just stay at home? Yeah. So before we go any further, call me QJ. This is uh, five nine, two hundred plus from Colorado Springs, Colorado. My name's Rich. <laughs> okay, and this is. <laughs> uh, you can call me S A M, which means Sam. <laughs> Sam. I was like Sam. Okay, you can go right. Sam. Right, Sam. right, right okay. now at school, Sam. Olivia's doing the word sounds and everything. So yeah. when you said that, I, in my mind, it was ah, mm. yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same thing with Monroe. I'm like, Sam. What's the acronym for? Yes, okay. Okay. Sam. So. Sam. You can call me Sam. Spam minus the P. Spam. <laughs> Spam, but the P silent. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Well, that's silent. us. And we're so happy to have you with us today as we roll into the 2019. Before we go too much further, I would just like to remind you if you haven't had a chance to, check out our first five episodes of season two. Go listen. They're check fuego. It out. Fuego. All what, fire. What's fuego? Fire? Fire. fire. Like all. Yeah. yeah like fire. pure gasoline, kerosene. Light it up. Yes. Don't light it up. Okay. <laughs> I was Guys. trying to think of like a good, like, I couldn't, all stuck in my head is like, I'm sorry, I've been like on this whole Mark Anthony, Dude, if you listen, if you've listened to this podcast for like more than like two episodes, you were getting some insight you into know, Quinn. You into know, Q's Quinn has like, he, I, I'll call it a, eclectic just to be nice, but. <laughs> what do you mean to be nice? He's got like the most eclectic you musical should never library. Start the only thing that comes to mind is Mark Anthony. Is a Mark Anthony song like, who's right now. Mark Anthony? What? No, he, no, he said, he said, I've been on this Mark Anthony kick lately. <laughs> All right, kick a different way. Like, that's... Start punching instead even of kicking. Even if that's the case, like, man, remember that annoying Mark Anthony <laughs> song? Like, Dude, you gotta I, frame it. I, the only the time I talk about Mark Anthony is I'll be like, you know the guy that looks kind of like a skeleton that dated J-Lo once? Like, that's the only like, reference oh, yeah, I have to Mark guy. Anthony. He has, like, the, one of the most classic Latin songs. He's got a beautiful voice, for sure, but, I mean, his music's not... Okay. But all he's right. got he's like he's got one song. What, what is it? Like what is it? the How's it go? I'm gonna jack it all up. That's okay. It's like Ola Remy Vaila Me V Y'all can see Rich's face right now. Oh god. <laughs> okay, listen. My abuela would be so hurt. Listen. <laughs> I have to. I have to have a Lo Sam Anderson. You gotta bring moment. it back. Bring Lo it back. Abuela. No, I, Lo siendo, abuelita. I, I gotta have a Sam moment because I I did not do it right. But like, we do not own the rights to this music. Mark Anthony, what up? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that from the Coco soundtrack? It's got, no. That's what inspired the Coco soundtrack. <laughs> I guess so, man. I ain't never heard uh, that right. in my I life. Mean, we are definitely... I know. Uh, I've seen I've seen all of my aunts uh, like salsa to that. So one we're going to have times. a special edition podcast where we bust out Quinn's iPod. Dude, yes. we, need to, we need to do before, a playlist before, episode. We do yes. need to do a playlist episode. That's a good <laughs> no, idea. I feel like what you guys are insulting my gangster. I, mean, I can go there. <laughs> Insulting my gangster. Do you need me? Sir, I your gangster has yet to be seen no, on no, this Mark podcast. Mark Anthony just insulted your gangster. Listen. Listen. I don't know. I wouldn't I mean, mess with Mark Anthony. That's okay. Listen. He yeah, sings love true. songs, but he looks like he knows some people. He like, does. I saw yeah. him on a yacht dancing with Will Smith. 
I was about yeah, to say, you, gotta... you mother lovers need to back up and shut the front door, <laughs> listen, all right? Listen. Well, that's okay, because when I heard fire, I thought of Adele, which is not much more manly. No, but... I, I set fire to the... To the rain. rain or which, something. how is that possible? Anyway, it's okay. It's not. Adele's so, a liar. We're, <laughs> I mean, so we're... Go ahead, Rich. Are we on track? We're excited. Did we ever even get on we're, track? No, we're is excited. So... Yes, Mark Antony tracks. 2019 is off to a good start, in my opinion. You know, you know uh, the kind of stuff I like to bring to the table when we talk. And so, uh, just real quick, this isn't what I necessarily want to talk about, but we talked about it just before we started recording today. And um, thoughts, man, thoughts on any good movies you guys have seen uh, from like the top of the month. So we're talking like 2019 only, uh, going you know up till now, thus far. Anybody seen anything good? Are we talking like family movies? Yeah, we or any, like anything. Movies? New movies? Anything, anything, or anything. movies in general? Anything Man. like that you've seen in theaters this month. Man, so I saw this movie. Gosh, I had to ask my wife what it was called like 50 times. It's Life something. I don't know. It's an Amazon only movie. Oh, like, you know how those, okay. You know how these people are making movies themselves like a Netflix original? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's an Anna's Amazon movie. It's called like Life Itself or Life... It's yeah, not, Life Itself. Is it Life yep. Itself? Yep. It's got Antonio Banderas. You cannot hey. go wrong with Uncle Antonio. Zorro. Yeah. No, but it, it was... Zorro. <laughs> Zorro. <laughs> That's okay. I was thinking Evita with uh, Madonna, okay. which yeah. is... Uh, I was thinking the, the sinus commercial where the bee has the Antonio Banderas-like accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have a stuffy nose. Yeah, yeah. Or, or the cat Or Puss in Boots. Yeah, yeah. Puss in Boots. Oh, yeah. man. Um, anyway, oh, I saw that movie, Life Itself, and it was really interesting. Really, really cool, like, directing and storyline yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I was like, kudos to you, Amazon. Well done. But it's more wow. of a date night movie. Okay. Um, it's not really for kids. Okay. Yeah, along that same vein, I saw a movie on Prime that was pretty good. That, um, it was Is that like what's a, called Prime? That's the Amazon, yeah, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. It was uh, called Gringo. And um, I heard about it that was one, it was a dark comedy. Uh, is that why you're on the Mark Anthony kick? Uh, well, I don't know. You <laughs> no. just had Antonio Banderas. No, so. I think we're just on Aladdin wave right now. Okay. I don't know. All right. Kiki, kiki. <laughs> but I, I watched it. Um, oh. I just happened to watch it, and uh, you know, it had a pretty good story, and it had a pretty good message, and like you know, I I just thought it was a a feel good movie. Uh, yeah, that's dope. So my, I, I saw a couple ones. I, I may have talked about it on the last episode, uh, but I went and saw that new Spider Man, like Into the Spider Verse. Yes, I saw that twice. Um, really? Yeah, I took I took a couple of the teenagers that I work with to go see it. They loved it. So it's definitely like that young adult teenage approved. But as a dad, like, dude, I still thought it was like super good. You saw it, right? Yeah, it was a good movie. My question to you about it was going to be, what are your thoughts on like, you know, what? What is the minimum age you should be to go see it? Uh, I would say like I would say like ten is a good age. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'd probably say like nine or ten is is a good age for it. Uh, there's nothing bad in it. So if you want to take like you know six, seven, eight, nine year old, whatever, that's cool. Um, I didn't take my daughter to see it. She's five, and I just felt like the action in it is really cool, but it's a little startling at some points the way they they directed yeah. it and the animation. So I'd say probably like seven, eight, nine, ten, and up would yeah. like it. But um, the writing is super clever. The animation is amazing. The soundtrack is cool. We had some B.I.G. in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, you had some Post Malone. You had I some liked, of that. I liked how it was so, like, um, authentic to, like, the community right now and the culture. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, was really, a, it really was a modern-day Spider-Man. And I will say Yeah, he this, walks around wearing, like, Jordan, Jordan ones, Yeah, he like, has some, uh, which you can actually buy, which is 
you know, great marketing. But um, I really enjoyed that part of it. I think also for kids, too, if, if you're, like, in that environment, I think it was you can embrace it, too, at a younger age because, like, this is what you're already seeing anyway. So yeah, yeah. I think it wouldn't be as, like, shocking. Well, to, to me, it was, like, it was, like, like Sam's not a big, like, superhero movie kind of guy. Yeah. And so I think for <clears throat> somebody even like Sam, I think it's still, like, really enjoyable. Like, right yeah. after I saw it, I told Sam, I was like, dude, you need to take your boys and yeah, go see it. Yeah, and I haven't yet, but I would like to. Yeah, like, what, yeah. superhero fan or not, like, if you're listening to this, if you could really care less about any of the superhero Marvel stuff going on, this is, like, a breakaway from it. It doesn't follow any of the current storylines. It actually kind of addresses all of the Spider-Man storylines right at the beginning. It does. I thought that was really clever, yeah. but... It's an animated one. The writing is really, really good, really clever, really funny. Um, but it, it's just a lot of fun. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's a fun movie. So well, that one, I think that came out in December, though. So It did. And I, I like what you talked about the writing about it. The thing I enjoyed about the writing the most is rather than making it just like a reboot of Spider-Man, like, mm-hmm. you know, same adventure, same things. Like, this is a different Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah Costumes yeah. different. Personality is different. Yeah. yeah. He's not trying. He's not the new Peter Parker. Yeah. No. And I feel like in the past, if you follow comic book threads, a lot of times it is like, oh, well, this is like, like, for example, in Captain America, there are three Captain Americas. Mm-hmm. And if you see the Marvel movies, the characters that all play Captain America, ironically, are in the movies. So you're yeah. like, so which verse is this? Like, yeah. which universe are we in? So, Where are we at? Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's confusing. This one is like its complete own thing. Yeah, I like so that. So it's cool. You don't have to know anything going into it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. What You can literally just go and watch it as a fan. So I thought it was dope. It gets, to me, it gets like the highest rating it can get. Um, also, what I was going to say from it is the the family content in it is really cool. So in the movie, Miles, who's the new Spider-Man, his dad is a police officer. Yes. But he differs with his dad mm-hmm. and finds a lot uh, a lot in common with his uncle. Right. Who his dad and his uncle are kind of at odds, and you'll see why if you see the movie. Um, but it was like a cool family dynamic. Miles' dad is trying to be really involved. Mm-hmm. Miles is kind of pushing him off a little bit, yeah. would rather learn from the uncle. And there's there's a cool family dynamic there that ultimately gets worked out it's really cool miles in it is is uh multiracial like his mom is like fully hispanic so she speaks to him in in spanish the whole time yeah if you know anything about spanish food every time not every time but i think two or three times when he's eating in the movie they're eating like actual spanish dishes it's just really cool like really 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 well done so i would i would say that one but then y'all see that new mary poppins I did. I, I did, did take not. my family to see that. But I feel like that I was, was hard. like before you hard, go. You didn't like it. That was hard for me. Before you go to Mary Poppins, can it. I just say this? Yeah, I like the fact that they didn't kill the dads <clears throat> off or kill off his parent or make that's his dad true. a yeah, bad yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, I think that's very important yeah. for dad to the bone. And that made wait Jesus. in Mary Poppins? No, 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 no. In Spider Man, he, he wanted. Yeah, the final thought his on that. His dad was an actual. They good kept it true. They it was a good representation. You know, step. Beat dad or deadbeat dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, moving on to Mary Poppins. Yeah, so Mary Mary Poppins is hard for me. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns, obviously, it's not the original Mary Poppins because, okay, but uh, Emily Blunt, I think is her name, plays Mm -hmm. a new, and I thought she played Mary Poppins like really well. Like, other than the obvious like visual difference between them. Like the demeanor, the voice, the, yeah. all that. She had it down, but it was just it was just weird for me, man. Like um, they had Len Lin Manuel Miranda, who's the dude that wrote the Hamilton Broadway and the soundtrack for, for more Moana. Moana, Moana, the Moana soundtrack. <laughs> so you heard the Rock rapping "You're Welcome," but. Lin-Manuel Miranda's the guy that wrote all of that. And so he actually stars in it next to Emily Blunt. He's like the new... He would replace, I guess, Dick Van Dyke's character. Yeah, the Street Sweeper guys or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. he's like the Lantern guy or whatever. you guys remember Mary Poppins? 
I, mean, I, I remember the just, Chim Chimney, Chim Chimney, yeah. Chim Chim Chim. I don't remember the songs at all. I, I just remember the I don't want to ever hear any flack from my playlist. Just that's low. That's continue. Okay, we'll, we'll come back that's to that. That's like picking somebody on the sound of music. Yeah, you gotta be cool with the sound of music. You're, 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 okay. you're picking on an unworthy target there. Like just <laughs> unnecessary. On. That's called bullying. Q, what was your thought on Mary Poppins? Did you guys see it? I did not see Mary Poppins. Okay. You guys didn't see Mary Poppins? I just no, thought it was not. too long. It man. was too long. It that was, was my only beef long. with it. My kids liked it a lot. Um, they were super into it, but it was just like I was more bored. Not yeah, so much me too. them. My me kids too. were into it, but I was just like, man, it's going to another scene? Man, yeah. this, is, this is not done yet. So you, know? you talked about like minimum age to watch it. I would say for that one, probably, probably, like, kids. probably like seven or eight. Yeah, because my took, older kids were more into it. I took Olivia, who's almost six, and halfway through it, she turned and looked at me, and she was like, this is a long movie. <laughs> she literally told me that. She was yes. like, this is a long movie. Yes, it, is. it got to the point where I was like having to stop her from doing like headstands in the seat. Like, okay. Literally, right. she was trying to do cartwheels in the recliner at the theater, and I was like, all right, you need to watch the movie. Or, Chill out. Or yeah. I'd be more than happy to do it. <laughs> I will say this. My kids did enjoy it. Like, yeah. My kids came back and yeah. gave it It's a lot of fun. Reviews. A lot yeah. of fun. Did you just drop them off the theater? and? Uh, I think I, I had to go. <laughs> he sat in the in the <laughs> snack bar the whole time. <laughs> so. At the new MJR over here, yeah. they got one of those. <laughs> they got so, like a bar. I had to go get theater. some popcorn the whole movie. They do. Hey, it's sweetie, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be back at the end of the movie. Yeah. Side note, if you guys ever want to a free water don't ask at the snack bar they'll make you pay for a bottle but bottle of water but if you go to the bar they have to give you water because you have to be hydrated while you're ordering alcohol so. yeah uh, but just to clarify anyway we do not condone leaving children in movie theaters by themselves at all I was purely a joke terrible purely idea joke. not okay <laughs> terrible not cool. idea and to that be sure what Q did he has a clear, wonderful I've never wife done that before who went to with their kids yes it's my I've never done that. that before and then he goes Ever. <laughs> yes, let's Nor be clear. Will I ever. We, so, we talk in generalities here and are not specifically speaking sometimes. So yes. let's clarify that. <laughs> no no kids were left alone in the theater in the making no of the podcast. No kids left behind. So, uh, <laughs> bingo. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I like to talk about that because obviously you guys know, like, I'm a movie guy. I love to kind of hear what you guys think of all these things. Uh, but my, my thing that I just, I, I'm touching on top of 2019 is, um, it's kind of weird here in Michigan because we're especially like Southeast Michigan because we haven't got a ton of snow, but I felt like I was like trying to be super prepared for the cold weather to have something to do for my kid while it was snowing. Mm -hmm. So we've actually gotten out and done some like really fun stuff. If, if you follow us on social media at all on our Instagram, um, you'll see that we've uh, been trying to point you guys and show you guys to some free or uh, uh, cost-effective things that you can do with your kids, whether the good or whether, whether the weather is good or bad. Um, so go on there and check that out. Um, we also, if you go on our like partner website, if you go to greatstart.org slash find fun, um, we have like a whole list that's broken down day by day of things that you can do across Wayne County that are free or super cheap that you guys can get into. We recently went to the DNR outdoor experience, um, which is completely what it says it is. It's an outdoor experience inside. <laughs> inside yeah. They have like ATV simulators, snowmobile simulators, airplane simulators, and they it's have all a hunting it, simulator too, don't they? They have like yeah, they shoot? have like a hunt, like a shooting range, like yep. a hunting range. They have like a indoor like house where it has like a full functional kitchen where the kids can play. I mean, it's it's great. We've been twice actually now, and both times we've stayed for like two hours. Yeah. And I have to like make my kid leave. You know what I mean? They're not like I'm ready to go now. I'm like we need to leave now. You know yeah. so. Um, 
I was just saying, I keep looking for fun, creative things to do, whether it is the movies or whether it is uh, doing something like that that's cost effective. And if you need help with that, uh, you can check out our list of suggestions on greatstart.org slash find fun. Have you heard of Talking Is Teaching? It's this new program, this new initiative that is going to absolutely change the reading levels in our country moving forward with our kids. Listen, by the age of four, people of a lower income hear 30 million less words than those who are raised in higher income families. And this is important because the size of your vocabulary by kindergarten really dictates our ability to learn how to read. And so babies need more words. Let me say that again. Babies need more words. And so we are partnering with the Clinton Foundation to bring to, to, to bring awareness to this program called Talking is Teaching. There's th- a threefold approach to make this happen. We need to talk to our kids, we need to read with our kids, and we need to sing with our kids. Turn a commute into a concert. Sing some songs with your kids. Put on some crazy tunes and y'all go at it. Take time at night to read a story out loud with your children and then just talk to them. Engage them in conversation. Babies need more words. Talking is teaching. We're partnering with the Clinton Foundation. If you want more information, go to greatstart.org. I was reading an article recently about e-cigarettes and their trending popularity. And Mm. one of the things that they were noticing was how e-cigarettes and their companies are starting to market more to younger and younger um, adults and children alike, similar to how cigarette companies did back in the 70s. So Yeah, uh, like with Joe Camel, remember that? Exactly. Yeah. Just like with Joe Camel yeah. and, um, you know, and the different, like, cartoons and mm-hmm. they're making it sound hip. And this is becoming a growing epidemic where children are using e-cigarettes and their parents are unaware and it's going to junior high and high school and even down to elementary in some ways so uh, i figured it it was important for us to talk about it and how minors are getting their hands on uh the e-cigarettes and how this is kind of trickling down so i thought we would just kind of talk about it have you guys seen this seen the impact of the e-cigarettes oh yeah like Big time. You know, like, I think if I was a little bit more removed or maybe if I didn't have uh, a kid, I I would maybe be like, what? That's a thing? But since, like, every day when I drive to pick up my kid from school, I drive right by a middle school, and I've literally been in the car with my wife and seen, like, a group of middle schoolers, like, vaping or, you know, using their e-cigarettes, and I, my wife would be like, that kid cannot be over 11 years old right there. And I'll be like, I know. You know, like... So I see it in real time. It is a real thing. And I work with teenagers on a, on a weekly basis. And I've, I've found kids like I've, I've like walked into like a, like a bathroom and seen like kids charging up their like vapes or their e-cigarettes like right there. And the thing is, is that it's completely normal. I'll be like, yo, what is this? And they'll be like, oh, my bad, man. Let me put that back in my backpack. You know, like, no. Oh, not mine. No, what? They're like, oh my bad. I'll, I'll put it away. You know, like there's. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like <clears throat> accepted. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of yeah. like the thing right now. And so, um, I believe it. I've seen it, and it like, dude, it, it blows my mind. I can't believe it. Well, it's crazy to me because you, when you think about it, you know, when we were younger, and we would try to like sneak cigarettes from our parents or whatever. Not saying anyone did, but when they did, I didn't. Um, <laughs> you know, 
it was so easy to get caught. Allegedly. You know, it was so <laughs> allegedly easy to get caught because you come in, you smell like cigarettes. Yeah. Or they say, let me smell your fingers. And I mean, nothing gets rid of the smell of a cigarette on your fingers Mm-mm. except for like shaving cream. But then your hand smells like shaving cream and you're busted. Wait, <laughs> is that a real thing? It does? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Y'all didn't try that. and steal like cigarettes from your parents when you were younger? I mean, um, I, I may have, but I... You didn't I know was, shaving I cream was, would do the trick? I was ready to get caught if I was ready to try it. You nah, know man. I was, I like, was asthmatic, bro. I was hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I so, couldn't be near a semi-truck. But, but, but the vaping thing, it's like, you know, it makes sense because they can't... There's no way for parents to yeah. really track that. There's yeah. no way for them to get busted or to get in trouble, and they think it looks cool. They think it's whatever, but... Well, here's my concern, is that if you look at just um, this whole vaping trend and the mm-hmm. e-cigarettes, like, from a technological perspective and how they work... It's pretty intriguing, yeah. you know, like just to watch somebody vape and to see it, it's, it's pretty cool. And I can imagine it as is a kid, interesting. It's like taking a writing pen. Yes. And then you put your mouth on it and then you take it off and like billows of smoke come out. Exactly. It's like, how in the world? Yeah. And the scary part is, for me, it's been compared to like breathing in an aerosol can. And people don't know that. And they're also, they don't know the long-term impacts because... Yeah, because it's brand new. Yeah. yeah and, well, people, and, and because they're like, they're kids and they're not, they're not considering, oh man... In by the time I'm 18, right, I can have serious lung problems from doing this when I'm 11. Right, you know what I mean, like yeah. by the time you actually reach a legal age, you've been smoking for a decade. Right, that's crazy. Yeah, and you know they're they're not showing any like lessening impacts on cancer or exposure to you know side effects. They're just you don't have the actual smoke. So Yikes. from kids' perspectives, they don't even see the signs. And in addition to that, they're also starting to see, like, this type of bubbling effect, I guess, in your lungs. Yeah, they call it popcorn lung. Yeah. They yeah, I read about that. So, you know, it's... Popcorn lung? Yeah, yeah. it's called popcorn lung. It happens in specifically us. from e-cigarettes or vaping. So it's like you're getting, you know, so think about when yeah. you put uh, soap into uh, a bowl of, into your sink of dishes yeah. and it makes, like, the foam. Yeah. So that's basically happening in your lungs, but it's, like, permanent. Wow. So you're having to breathe through that. That's so it's, horrible. It's not even like an asthma type situation. Yeah. It's like this whole new thing within itself that's happening to your lungs. And I'd have to imagine there's a long term impact on so your life. So are there are there like is there legislation or plans in place like, um, you know how we used to have the dare officers come to our school? I yes. remember Rich. You yep. talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was big where I'm from. Um, yeah. Are they going to start doing stuff like that for e-cigarettes, like to get the knowledge out? Like, how do people find out? Because I guess I would be one of the more removed people from that because, um, you know, my oldest, my oldest is what nine years old. Yes. And thank God none of his friends are vaping at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're still trying to figure out. Well, but to to my point, you know. this is the scary part about it. Some of his friends could be. Some of yeah. his people that he knows at the school. I mean, and this, ha- this doesn't have to do with a socioeconomic thing, and that's yeah. why it's so scary. Yeah, because right. if you go to, like, any convenience store, any gas station, you can buy a vial of the, um, the yeah, like e-cigarette the f- stuff. Yeah, yeah, the you fluid. can just say, yeah, let me have the... And, they ha- and they're making it, like, fruity flavors, like grape syrup or, like, cherry sweet or, like, you know, lemon drop. So it's Ooh, not that like- sounds good. Exactly. It sounds like dessert. If I was 11, wow. So, and I I know especially... <laughs> lemon drop? Who needs a blow pop? <laughs> yeah. give, me some, give me some lemon drop vape. Give me that East. I, I, I Speaking from, E-Sing. coming from a lower economic area, like, I remember we used to go to the liquor store at yep. 15 and 16, and they were selling us liquor, and they knew well, yeah, that and we that's, were not and 21. The, well, yeah, that and that's, like, marketed to you. The thing that you're saying that's interesting, too, is that this has nothing to do with socioeconomics either. Because no. the, the, the scary thing is that... 
somehow they've managed to do it. They've managed to make smoking look clean. Yes. And cool and, like, yes. sleek and, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you look at these commercials, or not commercials, but, like, there's a poster on the gas station by my house of, like, a jewel, like, jeweling, which is another form of this. And the jewel ad is, uh, parents, if you listen to this, it's not jewel, like, you know, like a, a jewel in jewelry. It's J-E-W-E-L. like, J- yeah, it's J U U L. So yep. if you see a USB charger in your kid's backpack that's spelled J U U L, they're not, it's not a USB thing. It's, it's, you're, they're smoking. But <laughs> the, the poster looks like something from like Tron. Right. Like it has like the jewel cartridge on there, but it's like neon blue. Yeah. And the logo looks real cool and real sleek and real, yeah. you know, like, and it looks like, yo, like that's, that's well, like I've seen cool those jewels right before I mean, because like, I actually was at a bar once, and there was you know how like they have the the marketing people come out, the marketing yeah. ladies, they were handing out free jewels, and the thing about the jewels, it was a black silk cigarette, and it had like a blue light LED light yep. in it, and when you would take a you know a smoke, I don't know what is it, it smoke? would light up, right? Uh, when you take a hit. a hit of it, the light would uh, glow. Yeah, like a, so a it, was, it was like a cigarette, how yeah. the cigarette, like the fire, whatever, when you inhale. Yeah. Um, they make them like that, but it's like totally electronic. So it senses when you're inhaling, and then the tip of it lights Gross. up as long as you're taking a hit off it. Yeah. And then when you're done, it, it gets dark again. Yeah. So it's like... Gratification. You're yeah. like, ooh, let me take a hit. It, it's totally like, it's stimulating visually. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then also like, it's just, I don't know. Like, so, so me, like when I... When I'm working with uh, teenagers, that's that's one of the number one things I have to kind of like remind them of is like, yo, like, listen, you're not holding a cigarette in your hand, but you're holding a cigarette in your hand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, it's not smoking. It's not this. It's not that. And I'm like, well, does smoke come out of it? They're like, yeah. I'm like, does it go into your lungs? Yeah. Okay. Does it man. have nicotine like, in it? Yeah. And yes, it does. You know what I mean? And like, does it have chemicals? And mm-hmm. the thing that our kids have to be more aware of now is how much processing goes into the things that we put into our body right. you know we even we, we could take it to a simpler level we talk about beef and we talk about like greens mm-hmm. and vegetables these things are good but the way that they are processed now is so bad mm-hmm. i used to work with a guy who who grew up in kentucky and he talked about having a tobacco farm and how like what you see in cigarettes now compares nothing to the tobacco his grandfather grew on his farm and how they could literally take that tobacco and roll it up and like like chew it and he's like the stuff they have in cigarettes now is like it's got so many different chemicals and mm-hmm. blending agents and well, yeah mass you know, production now they yeah. have to accelerate everything do it on a bigger scale and they can't wait for the process to happen naturally so they have to speed it up somehow you yeah know I mean? and and it, that's what we're suffering from that's where the mm-hmm. cancer is coming from and that's what people i think the step that a lot of folks miss when they say Psh, i used to eat beef my whole life yeah but it wasn't the beef the way it's processed now yeah but back you in the day you were you were really eating like birth of the cow like <laughs> yeah. nowadays where it's like 10 percent that and yeah. you know 90 percent gmos or whatever so, it is so as parents how do we address this with kids how do we come at this whole e-cigarette thing if it's something that's popping up early and earlier you know how do how do we how do we sort of handle this how do we navigate this it's funny as you were thinking that saying as you said that i was thinking that a, a minute earlier as to how how do you do that and the thought in my mind i was thinking no no about, no i was thinking a minute earlier than you i bet you were i was thinking <laughs> you i was thinking about this before we got here today so all right okay so rich okay rich you win you I win. win that was good no, I mean, but honestly, in my mind, I think that we as parents need to empower our children with information, mm-hmm. but also to think independently and understand at a younger age the world around them. 
So, yeah, like they have to understand, like, this is bad because this is another one of those examples where, like, they might do it and we might not ever know. Yeah. You know, unless you're going to be like doing a back check every day. Yeah. And so we have to instill in them the ability to like say, yo, this is something that like I need to be aware of what I'm going up against. Well, yeah, I I think one, I want to clarify too. like if you're an adult and you do these things or you drink, you smoke, you do whatever you're an adult that you know, I mean, that's that's on you. What is that? What is that? Is it Bobby Brown song? It's my prerogative. I can do what I want to do. It's my prerogative. I think that's Bobby Brown. Anyway. It is so Bobby Brown. That that's completely up to you because you're an adult. You can make an educated decision on these things. And you get concepts of like moderation, not overdoing it, not doing it because of peer pressure. Like it's fully a choice for you, and that's your choice as an adult. For our kids talking about these things, your eleven year old or or you know, Little Jimmy Mac from down the street, who's ten, and his older brother hands him a vape or whatever. Jimmy Mac, I like that. And his little brother, his ha- you know, Johnny Mac. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Mac <laughs> hands him a vape. Back. Hey, and, hey, hey! <laughs> 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 Never mind. You guys got. I, I get ADD. I was about to add on Go, to that. Just keep going. I'm about keep to improv. Going. So anyway, going, but you know, he he's got a twelve or thirteen year old brother who is like, oh yeah, who can, doesn't have enough information himself. Oh, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. So it's it, it'll kind of do what smoking does, but none of the bad stuff. That's the, the big generalization Yeah, that's there. the big sale. You can have yeah. it, but it is, it's all of the good of it, which, you know. Yeah, they're saying it's all the nicotine minus the tar and the right. carcinogens it's, and all it, that it, crap. You, so you yeah. get all the good, none of the bad. That's, that's you know, that's the, the fairy tale of it. So a 13-year-old tells a 10-year-old or 11-year-old younger sibling that, already passing them down bad information to a younger yeah. mind who can't sort through that themselves and now they're doing it and here's the thing there is addictive elements to it they're taking that in at a young age and they're developing those habits now before they really have an educated opinion about it you know what i mean yeah that's the danger of of what this is doing and the fact that it looks cool looks harmless uh it's not an actual taboo cigarette with the tobacco coming out the end of it or whatever it's just another piece of technology like their phone like their computer like their tablet it fits in the aesthetic of everything else they have so it looks completely harmless but that's the danger of it so i would say Talk to your kids about be proactive. You know the birds and the bees talk that, you know, everybody's like, well, it's time to have that talk. Add more talks to those categories and be Absolutely. like, we got to have that talk, but now we got to also have this talk too. And um, I think the strong thing is, is teach them from a young age to have an opinion. Yes. Form an opinion about what you think about things and then don't feel bad for sticking to it. And more importantly, know when people are working, what people's intentions are. Yeah. Like, for example... A lot of these companies recognize that if they can get you to smoke mm-hmm. or drink mm-hmm. or like, you know, a certain kind of shoes or wear a certain cologne or whatever mm-hmm. from a young age, that the chances of you continually using that are even greater. Yeah, you'll be a I lifelong mean, consumer of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like a great example might be just think about like drinking or smoking mm-hmm. in your own personal preferences. I don't smoke. And I've never smoked, partly because I do have asthma, so mm-hmm. it's not attractive to me. So, right. like, you know, smoking uh, marijuana or things like that, honestly, people laugh when I tell them, like, I've, I don't think I've ever done it before. It's and not I, in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's, it's not, not even, b- yeah. because yeah. I've never done it. And I know, like, Sam's not a big drinker, and I know you don't no. drink, but, no. 
But it's because at some point, like it was, it didn't catch on when you were younger. Yeah. And the later you do things in life, sometimes the less like allure yeah. there is to them. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. And they know that, so you have to be cautious to teach your kids that too. Like they're they're actively trying. Yeah. To get you. Cause them to think about it now because. Anytime I did try anything like that at a young age, it was because I didn't know what I thought about it. Right. But I was around people who felt very strongly about it. Yeah. So because I was neutral, but they were very strong-willed about it, it was easy for them to push that on me. And then I took on their opinion because I didn't have my own. Right. If you go into a situation like that and Ooh. you feel one way about it, and they might feel another way about way about it, but you know that ahead of time, it'll be much harder for you to be swayed by their thinking if you already think for yourself in it. Yeah, you know I what like I mean? what you just yeah. said. You didn't know how to think about it. Right. So you thought, they, and that's, yep. that happens a lot. Yep. So, Sam, do you have anything else to add to this one? No, man. It's just, yeah, just, you know, educate your kids. That's 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 a thing. I think so often we take for granted that our kids will figure it out themselves, but our job as parents is to invest in them, to lead them, to guide them, to help them through this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And hopefully we have a little more sense than an 11-year-old that we can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come at it, you depending know. on the topic. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, but come, we can come at it from a different angle and say, "Hey, listen, man. Like, I know yeah. your friends are doing this, and you think it's cool, but let's look at this for real. Like, you're developing and all that, you know." Yeah, yeah. And you if, need all them brain cells, my yeah. man. <laughs> if you want to, I mean, this is one of those great uh, topics where you can definitely go online and you can do some great research. Uh, the U.S. government and uh, the has some great websites about e-cigarettes, and they can give you all the information that you need, not only about their, you know. The consequences and ramifications, but also what to know about them and how they work. So uh, I would encourage all parents to uh, do research on e-cigarettes and um, be prepared to have that conversation. Forty-six. Forty-six 46% of kids birth to age six that we've screened in the last five years in Wayne County have scored at some risk for developmental delay. Guys, this is Kayla from Help Me Grow. We know that kids fly under the radar when it comes to development, and we want dads to know what they can do to make sure that their kids are on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and take the screening anytime. It's fast, it's easy, it's just a few simple questions that you can fill out about your child. The sooner detection we make, the easier it is for kids to get on track and stay on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and get the screening done today. steam in the middle of some really cool sports stuff happening all of our football playoff games that did yesterday yeah we got our we got our super bowl matchup all in the books ready to go i knew it was gonna end like this i know right (laughs) i'm excited Um, but in the nba season too we got all kinds of stuff happening it's crazy the game has changed so much it feels like records are being broken like all the time oh yes you know and but one of these record breakers that i want to spend some time talking about today that i'm not drinking the kool-aid on is james harden the beard. Yeah, yeah, the beard. You don't fear the beard? No, I don't fear. Well, I mean, I was I was ranting about him the other day on social media, and somebody said, they, they said something like, you wouldn't be pissed if he was playing in Detroit. And I was like, no, you're right. I'd yeah. take him. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take keep, him. He's yeah. winning games. He's yeah. doing his thing. But I'm just bummed that he's breaking these records and running these streaks of these high-scoring games and everything, beating out guys like Kobe Bryant and stuff like this. And I just, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. He takes way too many foul shots. Okay. All have you know? I feel like here's how I feel about James Harden. I feel the same way about James Harden as I do Matthew Stafford. 
who is a Detroit oh, Lions quarterback. Oh boy. Oh boy. He's viewed as Getting an elite quarterback. Under. He's got all these uh these these stats and like, all the stuff that mm-hmm. he can post up to get contracts, but they're fourth quarter garbage stats. I feel like James Harden, a lot of his points are free throws. Yeah. Yes. Because he flops. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. But that's the game, though. Is that his fault or is that the game's fault? Man, that's... I mean, because I don't fault Stafford for his stats. I mean, he it's not his fault that other teams, like, lighten up and, like, you know, start yeah. resting guys. And they're like, all right, fellas, we got this one locked up. So yeah, but it's not, it's, not a, it's not a true string. reflection... Of what, of what Matthew Stafford can do in a in, in a tight game. But what right. what truly is like perfect example would be uh, uh, like first second quarter stats. No, but <laughs> when all the starters are playing. Okay, you know, but and, here's my perfect example. Let's go to the last two Super Bowls the Patriots won. Let's talk about how the Patriots were gifted. Tom Brady was gifted his fourth Super Bowl ring by Seattle, making a ridiculous call to not yeah. give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Crazy. I mean, come on. Beast mode. He did Crazy. not win that game, guys. No. I mean, that's an example of, like, the stats don't tell the true story. I mean, yeah, he's right. got a Super Bowl ring, but he only has a Super Bowl but ring no, because the Lions' new offensive coordinator, which, tear my eye as I say that, yeah. the Lions' new offensive coordinator, who is known for being the guy who called the play to run the option and not give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, I mean, geez. So well, he belongs in Detroit then. Listen, <laughs> I like what you just said. The stats don't tell the real true story. I don't think the stats tell the true story on James Harden. They got the, all these they got all these social media clips of him making guys fall. It's like, yeah. oh, he makes guys fall. But the thing is, do you know how many times he does that a game and the shot doesn't go in and a he lot. misses the shot and the yeah. guy doesn't fall? Yeah. He's 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 running the he's running the game like uh like Blake Griffin here in Detroit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's another guy. I, I just got beef today. I got some beef today. Man. I got beef with Blake Griffin. But we, we don't have we to don't, play the song was beef. We man. But we don't need that though, because man. Pistons are already doing bad enough. Yeah, that's like that's like kicking someone with a Yeah, nail. you don't need to hate on them. Yeah, let, we, let's listen, just love on them. Blake is one of the Blake's stats are one of the only dim lights on our season. <laughs> and it's still dim. You don't need to put it out. Yeah, okay? It'll be nothing but smooth sailing. I, so <laughs> my thing about Harden is that he's he's a highlight player. Mm-hmm. He's a highlight player. Um, you know, he'll he'll come up with some big, you know, big dunks every now and then. He'll, you know, he'll break some ankles every now and then. He can hit some shots too. Like yeah. I'm not hating on his game. He's definitely an elite player in the yes. NBA. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm not I, I do tend to agree in the um, I just don't like floppers, like, period. No. One of the reasons why I contested LeBron for so long is that, to me, he's the flopper of all floppers. Like, you know, you could flick him in the ear and he'll throw himself on the ground and, and you know, yeah. get the refs to, to, to call call something on it. And I don't like that. Yeah. But you guys, are, you guys on TV look average size, but in real life – they're all behemoths. Yeah, like they're, they're tall. They're gigantic. They're, they're tall, monsters. They're Even the ones muscular. that we call short are yeah. average. Yeah, yeah. they're like 6'2", like, and yeah. they're like short out you're there. Like, you're yeah. a munchkin. You're like, yeah. wait, let's that not forget. 6'2". <laughs> let's not forget that Allen Iverson has some crazy uh, highlights where he dunked and caught alley-oops and dunked. Uh-huh. And Allen Iverson looks tiny compared oh, yeah. to somebody like Harden or LeBron. Oh, yeah. They're still big. The smallest one in the NBA is still a massive guy. Absolutely. And so you got a guy that big, when they get – Bumped, yeah. they're rolling around on the floor crying and all that. I I don't like that, and that's the kind of player that Harden is in in a crunch time game. He's not like a Jordan kind of player where 
it's crunch time, or even like Steph, yeah. where it's crunch time and they just get gritty and they just Hard start. Here's the question: yeah. They just start sinking shots and and you know bullying for the ball or whatever. Yeah. No, but is when it the their going fault? gets tough, or is they're it flopping fault? and get that. You're right. I mean, because you're here's right. my here's my point. My point is like in every sport now, players do sell things more because yeah. they have to to get the call. I mean, you see it in football; they'll yeah. like draw somebody yeah. offside. No, I get that. You know, I get that. But here's my thing. Don't get the call. Yeah. Make the buckets. Yeah. That's that's where my head's at. You know I what got I mean? You. I got and, you. and what really frustrates me is seeing these like five foot nine, hundred and fifty pound UFC guys <laughs> standing toe to toe, punching each other in the face repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not flopping like LeBron flops when he gets hit on the no, arm. No, that's I mean, what I'm come saying. Come on, man. That's you can't, what I'm you can't You're flop like 6'10. The... What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, that, you that's, can't flop that's, in the that's UFC. more to my point. <laughs> no, no, so, you, no, there's there, and and it, and it's not it's not even gender specific either because you have women UFC fighters who would literally. Oh yeah! Put me in a coma. Can like, I tell you my favorite highlights in UFC are those moments when people try it, like they try and showboat in UFC and, and then they, they forget. Out. They're, they're, yeah, like they stick their jaw and it's lights but, out. But the next day, <laughs> the next day, these people are like needing stitches or yeah. they're going to yeah. concussion concussion protocol for taking a knee to the jaw. Yeah. And then and then James Harden, you know, gets gets bumped, bumped while, on the while, wrist while standing still. Or yeah, somebody slaps his arm when he's going for a shot. And he's rolling into the cameraman on the baseline. No, I get it. Like that. You know what I mean? Like, like, come on, I man, remember dude. when Ronda Rousey got kicked so hard. She just <laughs> yeah, yeah. She got kicked. Holly Holmes kicked her I, so I, I saw, hard. I, I called call call the kick. I called that the to, kick. Like, call her and be that like, was the kick okay? heard around the world. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, they showed a picture That's like of, the like, celery snapping sound. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like she got kicked so it's hard, solid. she got kicked into a different sport. She, she was like, "Oh, she did. WWE? She did. She popped up in the WWE real quick." She, she said, out. "I don't, I don't want one of those that's not staged." <laughs> I mean, she's still gonna get kicked, but she's not gonna yeah. catch a foot like so, that. To so, so what's our take? What's our take on James Harden? Is he My, MVP material this year or not? I mean, we got I say, we got Steph Curry who is killing it. Yeah, Lights he's, out. he's insane. You know, we got Bron Bron. I mean, he's hurt, but he was yeah. carrying the Lakers like crazy. Yeah. We got all. We got this Luca guy over on the Mavs. Like, whoa, where did he come from? Weird. Yeah, yeah that, where did that, he come that from? That was weird. Looks like you know all the Brads and Chads at university. Yeah, just, all the Brads and Chads just dominating, man. Lacrosse sign up was closed, so yeah. he was like, "Oh, yeah. what other sport can we do? Uh, let's go play basketball and dominate." Yeah. I mean, we Boom. got, yeah, we got just, him coming out. Oh, we got Chad all these like breakout. Yeah, we got all these breakout players. Is James Harden the way that he's getting his buckets? Is he the MVP of this season? I. I th- do I, okay. Do I think he's gonna get it? I think he'll get it. Yeah. Because the league likes numbers. Right. Also, we think differently. The league applauds flopping, like to yeah. to an extent, strategic flopping to an extent. Now that's seen as part of the game. Yeah, it's like ooh, he's got great yeah. basketball. Oh IQ. man, wow! I knew like, he could I, do that. I was watching the game. I was uh, like, yeah. I was watching the game the other day, and uh, it was actually a Pistons game. And um, I think it was Blake. Like, Blake went up, and it was one of them threes where the dude has his arm out to try to block the shot, and Blake jumped into it and threw his arm up. Wasn't even going for the three, just wanted to draw contact. And it was totally, totally all Blake jumping into him. And he drew the foul, got it. And when we watched the, the replay on TV, the commentators are like, wow, wow. Great job by Blake Griffin selling that one right there. Way to get his way to uh, get his team another chance to score at the line. And wow, that was a great job by Blake being a team player and just having the mind yeah. to do that. The league applauds that because they see it as strategy. Yeah. So, do I think that James Harden is going to get that? I think he's going to get it. 
just off of numbers. They love numbers. Yeah. They applaud that kind of gameplay. Now yeah. that's the league nowadays. What I do, I think he should get it. No, not. I mean, the dude tried to do a double step back travel <laughs> and sunk a three. I don't know if you guys Took saw that step. video. I didn't the, see that. Y'all he, seen the gifts going around? Shocking. Yes, he no, didn't get called surprising. for it. Didn't get called for it during the game. Steph Curry did it yep. in, a, in another game and got called for a travel, and they didn't and give it to him. And he held up, like, uh, like, 13 or something yeah. as James Harden's number. Like, what? He can do it. Yeah. I can't do so it. So James can do it, but not me. <laughs> yeah, so, that's so funny. Um, what, I like to, what I like to see somebody that's, like, I mean, just killing it at all points of the game, uh, like Steph get it, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I haven't paid attention to his stats. I always favor when like dudes like Russell Westbrook get it, yeah. because he's, he's he's going one hundred all yeah, the time at all times. But here's yep. my only beef with the whole situation is that honestly I don't think they give it to the true MVP anyways. Because if you think about like they eliminate people when they've done so good for so long. Like for yeah. example, like LeBron, there've been many a years where LeBron should have won, won, and yeah. they were like, yeah. Yeah, but that's just what you do. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, like, who cares? That's what I do. I it's what I do. Yeah, like yeah. And not everyone yeah. can do this. Yeah, so right. this there's is something to be to be said for like consistency. And, yeah, I, mean, and I think they eliminate guys when their teams suck. Yeah, you guys got yeah. you got guys like Anthony Davis that's putting up numbers. Yeah, but you know the Pelicans aren't doing what you know what the oh, Rockets are doing. Yeah, right now. if we really want to give it to somebody who's killing the game, I mean Steph Curry can literally shoot from everywhere in the gym. That's did you guys not, see the Did you guys see the highlight? Steph is standing at the sideline getting ready to inbound a ball to his team on their own half of the court and none of his dudes can get open and the clock is running out. So just to prove a point, Steph is standing out of bounds, tosses up a three, flat foot, no jump, and just sinks it. And yeah. they, they didn't give him the points, obviously, because it no. was on an inbound. But he sinks it, the whole stadium goes nuts, <laughs> and they give the ball to the other team and keep playing it. Yeah, right. Like, the dude can literally, he could be sitting down third row up yeah. from the baseline and sink the ball. So, and, and that's my point. Like, Insane. when you look at people who have that level of skill, you look like a LeBron yeah. who took, who's taking the Lakers now. How many more teams does he need to carry before they're just like, yeah, you're one of the greatest? His back's got to yeah. hurt. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, his back has got to be getting tired. I wish he would carry me, too. I mean, <laughs> I know. you know, so, I mean, to answer your question, like, I think, you know, it's not a real judge. It's just kind of like this, you know, marketing award. Like, yep. you know, you're the MVP. You're the MVP. So, mm-hmm. you know, personally, do I think he should get it? No, I think either LeBron or Steph or you know, any Chad or Brad, whatever his yeah. name was, Luca. Yeah, yeah, you know these yeah, guys. Yeah, put the Mavs back on the map. <laughs> but you know, the NBA, they got their stuff together. Of yeah, all the leagues, I'm gonna say, I'm they be can, honest with you. The the thing is though, is that they probably also want to pick somebody. Where it, it's it, it hits so many other areas. Right. You pick somebody like Harden, they have a shoe out. They already have a top selling jersey. This is gonna make jersey sales explode even more. Right. Probably be featured on two K, like the cover of something. How many more marketing schemes can you get out of Harden now that he's the MVP just for playoff commercials, just for all the, like yeah. it it touches so many areas where if you pick a Luca or something like that. Yeah, because Luca's not even from here, so yeah, he's got broken right. English. Well, yeah, marketing and, and, and all that stuff's going to be more difficult. And don't nobody want to see Luca on the cover of 2K. You know all what the I mean? Brads like, and Chads do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Chads yeah. are like, shout out to Brad. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Luca. The Mavs are my favorite team, bro. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's not carrying the mantle like that. No, I, I just think that nah, Harden. He's young. I think Harden, he's a name, and I think that they do eliminate good people. Uh, just because they're like, you know, you can't give it to LeBron every year, even though I think there's an a argument a for doing argument, that. Yeah. You can't give it to Steph every year, even though you can make an argument for that. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and, I, and, and I'm not hating on Harden. 
I think Harden is obviously you're one of the elite NBA basketball players. He's sure. he's fantastic. I and love I love his personality too. I was like, gonna say, did you see did you see the commercial where he was singing? Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I love, anybody that's gonna do that. I love his I'm a personality. Fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> love it. But as far as it goes, like padding the stats and doing stuff like that, I think yeah, I'm not drinking the. Cool I think right. if he was a little bit more gritty and like really fought for points and like got rightfully fouled and it wasn't like majority flops and all that, I'd I'd be cheering for it way hard. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. there's other dudes more worthy of the title this season. This so time. so all you guys out there listening, um, why don't you guys chime in on the conversation? Hit us up on social media. Uh we'll post we'll post one of the dancing gifts of James Harden. Because <laughs> there's a couple of him doing that four four step step back. And he's uh-huh. like going across maps and going. Uh-huh. Across, he's like running into I love people. It. I love it's, it. a, it's like the do 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 do. Remember that one where they'd fly through space? They got <laughs> yeah. the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, and like the dog yeah. off the ball. Yeah, and it's and just continually just spinning. Yep. They got it. some James Harden stuff like that. So we'll post that on our social media. You guys get out, check that out, comment, man. What you think? MVP or no? It's that time for the dad to the bone person of the week. And this week, <laughs> and this week we're giving a shout out to the dads of daughters. Dads of daughters. Yeah. What did what, uh, I say about that? Nas. Oh, man. You know what? I, can, I mean, I can give you a quote. Okay. I know what John did, Mayer did I, said about that. Did I catch you off guard? Man? <laughs> no, that no, was no, like no. an alley oop to you, and I thought you were going to bring it straight. No, because I, I had to, I had to, I had to think of if he it said, was appropriate he, or not. He, he gave said da- he gave gangsters daughters or. What oh yeah, yeah. He said, um, "You left me hanging, bro." No, he said, oh, uh, uh, "All the, all the, um, all the foulest heartbreakers in the world. God gets us back by making us have precious little girls." That's what he said. I, John I was, Mayer says, fathers, be good to your daughters. Daughters will live like you do. Well, mm-hmm. John Mayer can't sing. so <laughs> And he doesn't have a daughter. So. Yeah, and he doesn't have a daughter. And Does Nas have a daughter? And about. his guitar game is whack. So um, He's probably the worst guitar player I've ever heard. Wow. Definitely by far the worst I've ever heard. I can play guitar better than John <laughs> In Mayer. In his face. He's real ugly too, huh? So. so we are not fans of uh, John Mayer on this show, apparently. I I mean, I, thought, I love John Mayer. Dude, do you guys watch Current Mood on his Instagram? No. no. It's the best. No, I don't. You guys okay. don't watch that? No. You need okay. to, all right. There are zero parts of my day ever that make me go, what's John Mayer up to? So back to the lecture at hand. Yes. That's awesome. Dads of daughters. Dads of daughters. Everybody, what's John Mayer up to? I wonder what John's doing. <laughs> Everybody in this room has a daughter. Dads of daughters. That's a shout out. We all Uh, have daughters. QJ, you have three? Yeah, we have have five between the three of us. Yes. Yes. Five daughters. You You have one, I have one, you have three. I have three. And to bring it back to what we talked about today, being the dad of a daughter is um, a very noble but a very important role because you sculpt the future of their how a man should be and treat yeah. them and what they expect. Their standard. You set the stage for them, so hold that very closely uh, to your responsibility and prioritize it right. And shout out to all you dads that are doing it well. We see a lot of dads putting the time in. And before we even started, three of us were talking about brushing our daughter's hair Whew, and how man. that can be. Lord have mercy. So, this morning, man, I did I did my daughter's hair this morning, and I'm just going to say it doesn't look as good as when mom does it. Yeah. That's, I'm going to leave yeah. it at that. It yeah. was a hot mess. You know, you know we tried the bang thing recently. <laughs> We cut. We this cut, is real dad of daughter time. Yeah, yeah. We, we cut bangs on onto Olivia, 
And she here's here's the duality of it. She thinks it's delightful. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm fabulous. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she poses in the mirror with them, and they don't they, they don't look bad at all. I wouldn't I would never say they look bad. They look you know it's my daughter. So, <laughs> but um, but we did that, and I was like, oh great. Her hair won't be in her face. I won't have to do her hair every day. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the case. I've still had to do it, mix it up. And she always be hitting me with like, oh, we'll do pigtails or do a braid. And I'm like, yo, you're getting a ponytail, a bun, or your hair's down. There's three that I do. And two of them are the same. One just has one more extra rubber band the way it is. So, um, so you're but, a step above me because I, I can comb it. I can get it. To, yeah. I can get the curls beautiful. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not good with the pigtails and the buns yet. But yeah. just because I haven't I did a ponytail this morning with a hair clip in the front, and the hair clip didn't match her clothes and had a big shiny star on it. That, My wife is not going to be happy. I didn't know. When see, she picks them up from school. Shout out to dads and daughters <laughs> who are learning what's acceptable or not yeah. as you go because I I put I did like the whole outfit picked her outfit out and I thought today's matched which is that's, that's a step in the right direction yeah because yeah. you know whatever it, to me every color matches you know what I mean so I'm like yeah just that looks cool together puts it on and I did like a like a white hair scrunchie and when my wife saw it she was like didn't pick on anything in the outfit. Outfit was like, okay, I got the green light today. But then she saw the scrunchie and she was like, what were you thinking? And I was like, what? She was like, why would you use that scrunchie? And I was like, are not all scrunchies created equal? Like it holds her hair back. <laughs> She's like, no, you don't use a white scrunchie with that outfit. And I was like, oh boy, I didn't know. I didn't know there was rules good like to that. Know, good to know. So shout out to all the dads that are dads doing hairstyles, yes. that are doing drop-offs. Uh, if you're like me and you're a dance or ballet dad, that is a special yes, uh, task. Yes, that's a special crew. Yes. Um, can I give a special shout-out to you dads that are picking out the clothes? Like, in my house, yeah. to even suggest something is not, like, right is, like, oh, a yeah. battle. It's like, what? I can't just wear whatever? It's like, yep. well, it is the middle of winter. Yep. <laughs> so shout-out to you guys for even be able to help with parameters. that. In my house, you just... Well, my daughter's match, big thing is her shoes. Like, I'll grab a pair of shoes. She'll be like, Dad, I'm not wearing those today. I'm yep. like... What? Yep. Yeah. Like you, you care. You're you're yep. five. You uh-huh. don't. What do you care about this? No, yeah. she, 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 and they'll shut you down, man. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we came out having arguments down. about polka dots and stripes. Like, sweetheart, I just don't think you should wear the polka dots and stripes. It's like, no. It's like they right, clash. Like, they, that's one thing I know. They cla- patterns clash. To me, colors don't. Patterns do. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's a it's a special thing. Like what you said, it's a special thing. And I think um, depending on where you come from or how you were raised. Uh, being a dad of a little girl and getting in touch with that uh, may be like a little foreign at first. I have friends who mm-hmm. were like, oh, I'm going to have a boy. And then they had a girl and it was like, yeah. I don't know how to be sentimental though. You know? And it was like, yeah. but. Did they but, do it that same way? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, I was impersonating one specific person who sounds like they're eating taffy. And so, uh, <laughs> so yo, I don't, I don't know how to uh, raise a girl though. He sounds like Rocky doing yeah, kinda, that? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. Rocky hey, chewing yo, gum. Yo. And um, <laughs> like, like Rocky chewing gum. That's my that's my elderly Rocky. Rocky and so, uh, sounds like he's chewing gum. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, like it, it's a special thing. But I think like the more you get into it, man, like it's it's so unique. You know what I mean? And it like is. when you really get that bond with your daughter and everything, it's it's special, dude. Like you know, yeah. I, I would I would venture to say I'm probably as manly as a man could be, but. <laughs> You know, self-proclaimed. Uh, so, I mean, so, let's just go with it. I'm so manly, and uh, 
But there's times that, like, I'll do the, you know, like, it's just, especially having a daughter. I'll walk it by is. a room, she'd be asleep at night, and I'll walk by a room and just be like, hmm. You know, like, just <laughs> yeah. smile. Oh, that's so, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I, uh, Listen, I love uh, brushing my daughter's hair. Like, when that when they, like, want me to do it, and we sit there, and, like, we get to talk and yeah. connect. Yeah. yeah. It's a special time. Yeah, so me. shout out to the dads that are, you know, having tea parties, that are yeah. going on daddy-daughter dates, Pinkies that are hanging out. out with their girls, Pinkies giving out. them, yeah. painting nails, oh, letting yes. the girls paint their nails. Yes, I've done yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So shout My out to all those dads. They're yep. more into getting their nails painted. They haven't asked to paint mine yet. I'm yeah. down for it, though. Well, yeah. I mean, you got big hands, so they'd, they'd be painting nails for a hot minute. <laughs> you do have big <laughs> hands. Like, you just do ours. <laughs> yeah. Dad, you spray paint? I got to get that big nail. Shout out to you guys we appreciate you as as three dads who have daughters we know the uh adversity that you have to overcome to sometimes even get them dressed or style their hair in a way that looks presentable so we (laughs) see you and we appreciate what you're doing for your daughter absolutely i feel like we should just roll into our mic drop now let's do it let's yeah let's get it it. i'm ready to go go you go let's go you go I, didn't, I haven't thought about it. I was saying that because you were like, let's, I was, I, I was be like, let's go. Sam, what do you think? Sam, what are your, what's your mic drop? Uh, hey, my mic drop is just going to be an encouragement to dads, man. Encouragement to dads and daughters. Uh, I know I've talked about this book two or three times in our podcast, uh, but I want to just throw it out there again. It's called Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters by Meg Meeker. And it is just, it's one of the best books I've ever read about being a dad of a daughter. Um, I have three boys and a girl, so I only have one daughter, but... It it just the, the the relationship between me and my boys and me and my daughter is just it's a different relationship. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And so I think uh, I think that this book is really encouraging. It's really eye opening to the dynamic of a father daughter relationship. And so um, I want to encourage just encourage you dads, man. Be 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 the example to your kids. Be the example to your daughters. Love on your daughters. Have fun. Don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Uh, only thing I would add on to that is don't listen to John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> If you're going to listen to one or the other, pick Nas, not John Mayer. Okay? <laughs> it, not, Nas said, if you need any proof of Nas's validity to being able to speak into parenting, Nas once said in a great song called, um, what, I Can? I know I can. Be what I want to be. He said, read more, learn more, change the globe. Talking is teaching. Boom. That's Boom. it. Wow. Boom. Read more, learn is more, he, change the globe. Is he a globe. trusted messenger? I th- he is in my book. Okay. Yeah, he He's been a trusted messenger since I was like 13. He's yeah. been my messenger. The okay. So, no, yeah, no, I would I would just say like uh be be in tune with what your kids are doing, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. I think I think it's it's cool to like hit these different ages with your kids where they can be more independent. You know, like I I enjoy now just being able to tell my daughter like, "Hey, go brush your teeth." Yeah, you know, or huge. like, "Hey, go find some socks and put your shoes on." Like today I I took a shower and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to hop in the shower when I get out." Here's your outfit. Have that on by the time I get out so we can eat breakfast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's cool having that independence. But with that, you still need to uh, 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 be proactive in being a part of what they're doing. Just because they can yeah. walk home from school by themselves or have a cell phone or, or do different things doesn't mean that you don't need to still be all up in their Kool-Aid about yeah. it. You, you know still what need mean? to search their backpack yeah. for e-cigs. Still, yeah, still get in there. No doubt. Still get in there. Listen, you know, I know when I was a kid, when my parents would do that, I'd be like, yo, like, yo, you know, like, it, it would it would annoy me, but I, there, I don't, I don't know what situations I could have got into if my parents were less involved, you yeah, know? And so yeah. being more involved may cause your kid a little bit of uh, uh, right annoyance now, yeah. right now, but 
you're doing them a favor. You know what yeah. I mean? So I would just say be proactive about being in tune with what your kids got going on, whether they're independent or not, regardless of their age. Uh, be interested in what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's good. So Yeah. And my mic drop moment is going to be kind of a, a little bit of all those pieces. Uh, you know, we talked earlier about the e-cigarettes, and we kind of had a little bit of, uh, of a revelation there. And we talked a little bit about uh, – Sam talked about that book, Strong Father, Strong Daughters, which uh, I've actually dove into a little bit. And um, after diving into it, um, I have a little bit of a different take than you do on it. Mm-hmm. I do think it's, a, it's an interesting book. Um, I don't think I love it as much as you love it, but it does it have again, some good then. points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll try. I'll try to get. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but my point in that is to say to remind us that like we do have to remember that we parenting is not just a gift that you're endowed with when you get older. It's not a knowledge knowledge that's just uh, bestowed upon you. We have to study being parents, meaning we have to research things sure. like yeah. cigarettes. We do have need to read that book. Please read Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, and then oh, read now, some more now. books. <laughs> <laughs> no, but notice you're gonna how I just, said you're going to read on it, and then you're going to be like, <laughs> no, "Hey, go read that." Yeah, though. because you know why? Because we as parents need to get more information, more perspective, and then yeah. digest it as to how we want to apply it to our own lives. That's true. Even and if you so, don't take the whole of it, yeah, you could take. Yeah, I, didn't, of it I wasn't crapping on. It. I was just saying, like, I, I think I have a different perspective on it. I'm still saying, read the book and read mm-hmm. more books and sure. keep reading yeah, sure. and yeah. keep finding out information because we don't know. Like enough, all of us. I mean, right. I'm surrounded by some very intelligent dudes that I'm staring at, you know, and um, yet and still, and <laughs> they both look the other way. <laughs> but what dudes uh, you talking about? <laughs> huh? Yet and still, I mean, when it comes to this parenting game, to this fatherhood thing, to this man thing, we all still have a lot to learn. So, you know, don't just uh, listen to this podcast. Go dive into some books, not some like editorial books, but you know, learn about your kids. Become an expert on parenting mm-hmm. your child because mm-hmm. we can't do what you can do for your child. So that's my mic drop. Just study, just learn, just grow, and realize that we just we know less than we know. So with that, uh, we're gonna wrap up the show and uh, deuces. We out. <laughs>